Um, thank you so much, all of you, for, for coming. I'm Sandy. Um, and uh, we, we, we decided to have this meeting um, after, after the, the 14th of March. Um, when we had a, um, something that went viral, which I had no idea was going to. And, uh, and it, it's, it's had a lot of traction. So there was something that we needed to do, and it was to follow it up. Um, and I, I, I really want to thank the members of the council for being here, for, for turning up, uh, John and Ian and Lokabandu, and all of the council, you know, the council members that, that are here. I, I don't know whether Indra's here. Is Indra the mayor here yet? Oh, Indra's here. Okay, thank you. Brilliant. Um, well, because, you know, initially we, we was taking four months to get this off the ground uh, because of, of all sorts of reasons, um, you know, that, that we, we changed mayors and, and all sorts of things. And, uh, but, you know, initially we wanted it to be a debate and we did ask members of the council to get involved and, and speak and everything, but we had very little response from you and I don't know why. Um, so uh, we, we, it's now a more of a Q&A, but I'd be very, very, I know Indra is going to do her address and then she has an, an engagement at a school, but it, it, is, it would be so lovely to have the other members of the council. I don't know if the town clerk's here. Is the town clerk here? No. Connor? No, Connor's not here. Um, it would be really nice to have, um, uh, you know, uh, some sort of conversation about net zero, about climate emergencies, and really have a proper debate, because that's what we really wanted, and that's what hopefully we will achieve tonight. And get some dialogue going. We need to have dialogue on this. You know, we've got all these meetings about 5G happening all over the country. When have we ever had a meeting about net zero and net zero is the very thing that if we're not careful will destroy our economy and it destroy our way of lives and i'm sorry to say that i know the green councils don't agree with this but we have sufficient evidence to believe that there is uh, and for a long time i've been on this i've been on agenda 21 and 2030 for the last 16 years and I've been called a mad conspiracy theorist all that time. And people are now waking up. You know, the very fact that 12 minutes in Glastonbury Town Council got 7 million views and, 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 and counting. Thank you. Thank you very much. It means that this conversation is needed. It's needed desperately. And I really, really thank the council for coming to, to talk about this because the truth will bubble up. You can't stop the truth. It will it unleash it and it's, it's like a lion, it defends itself. And so we just need to get this conversation going in every town council in this country if we are to have a future for our children and our grandchildren. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I know that uh, you know we, we've got we've got a lot really we've got climate emergencies going on in every almost every town council. There's been very little scrutiny into the science behind these climate emergencies, and certainly not much recourse to the people that it affects. And this is what we need to redress. We need to redress the fact that people of the community aren't engaging, and it's our fault too. We have not engaged enough with the town councils. And we need to address that. We need to understand that we have not engaged enough. 
And uh, there's people now beginning to engage in their town councils and, and really looking at the finances of town councils, how it's being spent, and whether these, the, the money being spent in some of these town councils actually is serving the people and where, you know, that, that we need scrutiny on everything. And hopefully, uh, through this, these meetings, we will get more people engaging with their town councils to understand why these policies are being pushed through and there's an acceleration process going on. I'm sure you're aware. And the 15-minute cities um, and the LTNs and the low traffic neighbourhoods or whatever you want to call them and the 20 minute cities, 10 minute cities, 5 minute cities, they're getting worse and worse. Um, you know, that has really woken a lot of people up. They've suddenly realised, hang on, what, what is going on here and why do we need all this surveillance? Why do we need surveillance? Why do we need all these cameras? Why do we have uh, the, the, the number plate recognition and fines, and what is going on here? Because the, the draconian measures are really what's happening in, in, in all over the world, and this is not a grassroots movement at all. This is a global um, agenda for a, a, a technocratic dictatorship, and we need to get on top of this and get our heads around this. This is really a dystopian future that they have for us, which we are not going to accept. We will not accept it. Okay? Thank you. Um, now, I think I've probably done 10 minutes of waffling on. So I just want to say thank you so much to our speakers. Um, we have uh, uh, Ralph Ellis, who's um, a fantastic climate scientist. Um, Bit of a polymath, <laughs> um, fantastic, you know, information here about climate. And we have Peter Taylor, who has these fabulous books here. He published this a long, long time ago. He lost his work because of this, you know. He was kicked out of the IPCC at the UN. <laughs> Good for you, Peter. Um, and uh, bargain, you know, £10 a copy. Um, and we've got Ian Jarvis. Where's Ian? Ian's gone. <laughs> oh, there he is. Ian Jarvis talking about the... Bless you. <laughs> talking about the, um, the 5G and the EMFs yeah. and the AI that's coming in. And then I, I will do a talk a little bit later about my subject. It's going to be a very potted version of the history of Agenda 21 2030 and how, we, how it's playing out now and what we can do about it, and how we can just literally, we, the only way to deal with this is through our communities. The, when, when, this was in, when, when this was dreamt up uh, many, many years ago, I mean, before the 1970s, and it was, in, it was actually born at the Earth Summit in 1992. Agenda 21 was born at the Earth Summit in 1992 in Rio de Janeiro. And it was brought from global to local. They put it into our town council so that ICLI, the International Committee for uh, Local and Environmental um, Initiatives, was brought in to every single town council in the world. And it's in every town council in the UK. So we need to unpick that because it's actually been given a, a lot of false information. And we need to unpick up the, from local to global now. This is our job. We need to challenge 
some of this. I mean, yeah, we all want a really sustain sustainable green planet. We need to have a clean, unpolluted planet. We all want that. But we don't need this form of control. And it's a bit like the Chinese social credit system. We do not need it, we do not want it, and we will not have it. Thank you. So, uh, I think Eli, do I introduce our first speaker is Ralph? Indra, um, thank you so much. Bless you. Thanks so much for speaking and thank you for this address. Thank you. Thank you, Sandy. And thank you. It's lovely to see so many people in this hall. It's lovely to see so many community and, and visitors who have come to Glastonbury. Thank right. you. Please excuse me reading from a paper. I don't usually like doing that, but I've got 10 minutes and I've got to get a Thank you. So, excuse my uh, reading from the paper. So, I'm grateful for this opportunity to inform our community about its council's work. I'm grateful for the subject matter. After so much speculation, excuse me, um, yeah, after so much speculation, fear and division. So I will start with the report. I'm going to talk about three things. So first I'll do a report from our council about our plans and accomplishments, including a report from our clo uh, sorry, climate emergency resilient officer. And you should have, uh, there was a flyer, an A4 flyer. So there's lots of, lots of figures on it. So yeah, you can zone out at that point. Um, and then read it later. Uh, then I will do a report for about me as the Mayor of Glastonbury and my plans for this year. And lastly, I would like to address some of the issues, um, the topics this evening. So firstly, Glastonbury has the only Green Majority Council in the UK. We do not subscribe to anybody else's agenda. We're a council made up of informed, hard-working, non-paid, Residents, including scientists, researchers, academics, and activists. So this is a list. We banned glyphosates and all other chemicals on our verges and parks, and we work with the National Trust to ban its use on our tour, which is a sacred monument. Glastonbury Council adopted a 5G precautionary principle after months of meetings, the only one, I believe, so far in England. We're a frack-free town. We're a single-use plastic. Earth Protector Town, and we're updating this town hall to pay for itself. We're the first council to actually do that. So we're saving money, not spending it. So over the past two years, Glastonbury Town Council has been working to meet its commitment to respond to the climate and ecological emergency. Oh, sorry, this, I'm now going into the report from our climate and ecological res uh, resilience officer. Bad typing. So over the past two years, Glastonbury Council has been working to meet its commitment to respond to the climate and ecological emergency and to make its operations carbon neutral by 2030. That's this hall and the places that we have, um, yeah, our estates, so not out there. Yeah, that's within our estate. So Glastonbury Town Council has cut our carbon footprint of our estate and town hall by 39%, and that's in two years. We've saved over £4,000. That's in its running costs. These actions have been a significant or have been had a significant effect already, reducing 100% of carbon emissions from electrics, electricity use by switching to ecotricity, which is... Uh, an electrical supply that is 100% renewable 
reducing 49% of vehicle emissions by replacing the old diesel van with a second-hand electric van. So reducing, by reducing 36% of the emissions from gas used to heat the town hall, by replacing the ancient gas boiler with a new one and zoning some of the heating systems so that it works more efficiently. While cutting carbon by 39% is a good start, Glasbury Town Council still has a lot of work to do to, cut, to reach carbon neutral by 2030. In our role to serve the people of Glastonbury, everything we plan to do must also reduce waste, save money, protect the natural world, support community projects, and help everyone to prepare for the changes that will lie ahead. So, the Town Hall improvements. Retrofit plan. Insulation, double glazing, ventilation and zoning the heating system. Not rocket science. Appropriate technology. Solar panels, EV chargers, energy management. Supporting nature. More trees, hedges and wildflower planting. Can't disagree with that one. Encouraging food growing, including allotment and peat restorations. Community events, sharing, experiences, sorry, sharing experience under knowledge and supporting projects. Building resilience. Emergency plans for flooding, food, heat, practical and emotional support groups. Our powers do not stretch to enforcement of your homes or your streets or your businesses unless it's a planning or a drainage issue. So, town deal. Do you know about the town deal? Funding that came into this town? Okay. Town deal. I thought I'd better say a little bit about that too. So, council members, along with other unpaid residents, worked on a national funding bid. Well, we were more or less just allotted £24 million because of the ideas that came from the community. In fact, we're one of the only town deals in the country where all of them are grassroots and uh, I think there's like 11 different projects. Uh, where are we? So after many consultations, it was agreed to raise the money for educational and training projects, including an open access university for apprenticeships, heritage infrastructure, including the crumbling old factories to make into community resources for new businesses support, community farm championing agroecology and soil health, and a new site is being created for homeless and the non-bricks and mortar dwellers in Glastonbury, finally. All this is being done in constant consultation with our community. So this is actually a really exciting year to be Mayor of Glastonbury. So exciting. Oh. Thank you very much. Right, number two. I'm now going to tell you about my plan. And this is my plan as Mayor of Glastonbury. So, I grew up in Glastonbury and then spent 35 of my years fighting for human rights and against the destruction of nature. I've learned to research, to fight legal battles, to petition and to take direct action. I am now back in my community to offer what I have learned about ecological breakdown and social resilience. I was elected Town Councillor of St. Ben's Ward and then as Mayor, and my charity is the Glastonbury Mental Health Network. So my plan this year is to support and foster resilience and unity in our community through trust and shared knowledge. 
I have supported resilience events in Glastonbury using participatory democracy, informing and training our community in facilitation, active listening, using the people's assemblies to hear all voices. So, I believe in a well-functioning democracy depends on a well-informed public. So, these are the, so these are the different, so these so far, these are some of the events I've, that um, I've done. Microphone a bit closer. Okay, gosh, this is quite a, mm. Okay, so, whoa, what have I done? So we ran, God, that feels weird. We ran a five mile food and farming resilience. So that's to find out exactly what food we do have in our five mile area and to big up farmers. Um, this is for eco-agriculture, for feeding our community. This event also helped Plotgate uh, to achieve the goal, pledges of, I think, £200,000 to buy two fields for food growing and to start a river purification project. Deep Adaptation Conference. So this was for um, emotional and community resilience. We also raised £650 for Glastonbury Mental Health Network and a further 260 for Plotgate and uh, for book sales. None of these projects cost the town any money, we just raised money. So future resilience events. 15th of October uh, is Faith and Unity. So that's gonna be, I think, here in the town hall. Um, so I've got others, I don't have dates for them yet, but there's gonna be a water health, so that's our springs and rivers. There's gonna be land and homes, including soil, access to land, sustainable homes, and hopefully this will be a nice little camp out as well, so it'll be over the weekend. And I want to do a five-mile mental health service conference. So please get in touch with me if you want to help in any of these resilience events. So thirdly, this is my opinions, I suppose, my learnings. <clears throat> Number three, I'd like to address some of the topics from tonight. I'd like to, I'd like to address some of the topics in tonight's um, evening speakers. So net zero. Net zero, it's a reason is that we as humans are using too much of, of Earth's resources. We should be mindful of our beautiful one planet. And it's delicate, delicate ecology. Unfortunately, good, that's a very, very good heckle, absolutely. I'm not allowed to say that, though. Um, so, where was I? Unfortunately, it was the government who wrote this document, the Net Zero document, okay? And it was never intended to be acted upon. We had no illusions on that and have not taken this document seriously at all. not allowed to say the Tories. Uh, yes, basically the government. Incompetent backhanding, greenwashing, carbon credit to print money. So this is from the scientist and lawyer, okay? This is scientist and lawyer. This was written, I think, probably within like a couple of months. So the Department of Transport, this is from a lawyer who's also a scientist. The Department for Transport has recently had to admit that it made a huge miscalculation of carbon emissions from the UK road network, meaning the emissions from existing UK road traffic alone 
are not enough to sorry are enough to derail the UK carbon budgets and net zero goals. This is a key factor why the government's net zero strategy is in tatters and under threat of further legal action. This is not a document that we have ever prescribed to. It's literally just an indicator. Right. You'll like this next one. 15 minute cities. Which, I will repeat, Glastonbury has never had any plans for and never will. We did actually say this at the meeting, but never mind. Right, what is it? It's traffic calming measures, uh, like London's low emission zones. It's because increased pollution is affecting health. But, yeah, really, but I agree, okay? I agree, it is, what do I agree with? It's not a fair system, it's not a fair system. The poorer families and communities will pay. I have, I, I have actively campaigned, okay, for freedoms of everyone, including the huge number who can't even afford a car. But I want them not to get stuck without local shops and services. And those get out-competed by big businesses in out-of-town shopping centres or online, okay? Who will get cushy tax breaks. It's also curious that all the five cities that are trialling the 15-minute cities are Labour, and it's the Tories that have stood up and said, no, we don't like them. I believe Corporations and the national government do not have our best interests guiding their decisions. I do not agree with creeping surveillance capitalism that has come along with the US big tech domination of the internet. I don't agree with the lack of precautionary principle amongst 5G and other things. No, it's not. This is not a pantomime. The debate is later. So, uh, oh, here we go. You'll like this one. And yet, I also know that the elites love conspiracy porn because it confuses the opposition. So, I am angry that the hypocritical elites are misusing climate change for their money-making schemes, but that anger does not blind me from the changing climate and how CO2 is a significant factor in the recent warming. <laughs> CFCs, do we remember CFCs? Yeah? So, CFCs that punched a hole in the ozone layer. Yeah? Oh no, that didn't happen either. Okay. They're measured by parts per trillion. Okay? Parts per trillion. The matters in life are relative amounts of things and not just the total amount. Cyanide is naturally occurring, but if we have 420 parts per million in our bodies, we would be dead. So, if it's not happy in Glastonbury, it's not on this paper. So, so it would be easy to say because CO2 is, a natural, is natural and measured in parts per trillion that it can't matter as a heat-trapping greenhouse gas. I would argue that. I would argue that removing fossil fuels from our economies entirely 
appears to be impossible. Shifting everything to electric would cause great damage to pristine environments where the necessary of rare metals are located. CO2 reductions are important as they are warming gas, but to focus entirely on CO2 can distract us from the need to repair climate moderating global cloud cover by stopping deep clouds. Uh, by stopping deforestation, clouds, trees, water, air, mountains, rivers, up again. Yeah, clouds. Thank you. Okay. Uh, where are we? I'm sure, I've gone over ten minutes. All right, I'm going to start again. By stopping deforestation. All right, enabling sustainable reforestation and shifting to greater agroforestry. All we can do now, here, today, and tomorrow, is to support Glastonbury to become resilient and united. Okay? Thank you. Thank you very much. And I'd like to thank Indra very much for her address. Um, and, 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 you know, I know that we have differing opinions, but we do have to let people speak and not heckle, if you would mind. Thank you. Um, it, it can put people off their stroke. And there were there were things that Indra, you know, was saying that I must admit I'm kind of agreed with the corporatization of everything that's going on and the taking over of uh, you know public-private partnerships, and it's all about money. It's all about money, and uh, I agree with her on that point. I know we differ on many points. I agree with her on that point. 